I think roller derby is a hopeful thing. He earned enough money from selling plants that he paid off the mortgage on his house. People always want to know, uh, you know, is that a lie or is that the truth? I completely disassembled this Triumph TR6. I wish I could have been a professional woman soccer player. I'm Martha Woodruff, and this is The Spark, an exploration of interesting people doing interesting things. Today on The Spark, we're going to New Zealand to work on a sheep station with millennial Hillary Clemmer, who prefers to be called Bill. It's a silly nickname that I got tagged with. I guess it was because I was being stubborn and a friend called me Billy Goat. (laughs) I've always done farm work. I guess my first job when I left home was stonemasonry, working for James Flory. He's in Dayton, Virginia. Um, I've just kind of ended up doing farm work ever since. And why, your girl? Because I don't like spending too much time inside. (laughs) The more outside, the better, and the more with livestock, the better. I really enjoy my stock work. How do you feel about people? They're good in smaller doses. (laughs) Bill was raised in Massachusetts, but her father came from the Shenandoah Valley. He brought his family back to the valley when Bill was 15. Mom had been over there a couple of times and kept saying, you should go over there. And I finally thought, well, I'll go do a year in Australia. I've always been interested in Australia. Why? Um, I guess as a kid, I've always been fascinated by animals, and they've got that huge population of marsupials. We've only got one, the possum, and it's a big country. I just like the, the idea of the outback. So I went over to New Zealand first, thinking I'll spend a couple months searching around, having a look and then go over to Aussie for a year. And instead, I ended up there for four years and never left. Never made it to Aussie. <laughs> never? Never. You get off the plane in in New Zealand. And my aunt picked me up and said, you know, I could use their house as a base. And um, Now, where was their house? It was in Napier, Hawke's Bay area. That's the east coast of the North Island. And I stayed there about a month. And it was a lovely place, but it was a town. And I figured, well, the best way to get to know a place is to actually work, because you meet people then, locals. So I wrote up a CV and a cover letter, and I emailed it to about 100 different stations, which is equivalent to a ranch. Sheep stations. Yep, on the South Island. Because everybody said, oh, there's nothing down on the South Island. There's only about a million people down there. and thought, that's where I want to (laughs) be. A million one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... And what did you say on your CV? I basically just said, you know, this is me. I'm really interested in um, learning about your kind of farming. I wrote up like a resume that said what all experience I had, which was mostly cattle and horses. I had very little with sheep. I just want to be a sheep. I just want to be a sheep. I pray the Lord my soul keep. I just want to be a sheep. Fortunately, out of the hundred emails, I got about a dozen responses. Really? And out of that dozen, only four serious ones. Mm-hmm. And then I actually talked to all four of those people. And I really liked a guy down in Southland and Gore, Howie Morrison, or Don Morrison, but everybody calls him Howie. And then Sally and Rob Peter up in Marlboro Ward area. And I found Rob difficult to understand because he had quite an accent. But really interesting to talk to and Howie very easy to understand because he'd worked overseas. What basically decided me between the two is I thought, well, Rob and Sally are closer to me because they're on the northern end of the South Island. So I'll stop there first. 
and uh, I did. I spent three weeks with them, and um, they didn't have that much work on. And Howie ended up calling me and saying, you know, okay, I can hire you now. And I talked to Sally and Rob, and they said, if you want that kind of experience, you better go for it, because Southland lambing is a really unique experience. And Rob drove me all the way down there and visited some other friends while he was down there, dropped me off. Do you make friends easily? I seem to. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of melt in. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Southland. Southland's a very rich land, deep soils, a lot of man-made modifications, a lot of hedgerows. It's often kind of wet and rainy and cold down there because you don't have a whole lot between you and the South Pole. It's not snowy. It's just that cold, wet kind of weather that comes in. His place is about 1,100 acres. He runs about probably touch over 4,000 ewes. And he runs a grow bulk stud. So it's a specific type of sheep that's designed for growth. They're real hardy. They're designed for that Southland weather. Are they meat sheep or wool sheep? They're meat. Meat sheep. They're meat. Okay. They do produce wool as a byproduct. But and they're mainly meat. Yeah, they're they're mainly for lamb. And that lamb gets exported mainly to Europe. We see a little bit over here, but most of it goes to Europe. Okay, you pull up, and what's your first impression? I didn't have any preconceived notion, so I just kind of... Showed up. Showed up, yeah. It's, it's real green, real rolling kind of hills, and like I said, those hedgerows. Was it winter, summer? It would have been... Right before lambing. So I think he lambs, if I can remember correctly, like the starting the 7th to 14th of September. So, so the seasons sp- are switched spring. around. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Spring lambing season in yep. September. Okay. <laughs> I basically got there and within a few days, Howie set me up with what they call a ute, which is a utility vehicle. So this was kind of like a little Jeep type thing that had been converted, had been back had been cut off a dog box had been cut like put on the back there and he set me up with that and a one of his dogs was it a border collie very similar to a border collie they they call them a heading dog or an eye dog they're smooth coat they're not fluffy and they're often a lot taller and leggier bill how old are you at this point um i would have been 27 okay yeah all right so so i start trying to learn this whole lambing beat idea and it's pretty full on it starts out a bit slow because there's just a few lambing and before i know it i'm pretty much sink or swim situation the lambs are just popping yeah and with southland it's intensive because they don't have much cover they've just got those hedgerows and you end up um, going around and marking all your sets of twins so that means you've got to catch your lambs and you basically use a spray can (laughs) with with um, spray designed for marking wool and you say you grab a set of twins and you mark them each with you know a green five and so i kind of created systems so i'd know roughly how old the lambs were based on what color or what what type of numbers so you are you out there by yourself yes with your dog yep and don whom everybody calls howie has just sent you out there and, <laughs> and said <laughs> Supervise those sheep while they have their lambs? Yeah, pretty much. Did you have any vet experience, or did you need vet experience? Or No. I had helped in Montana with one tiny little lambing season at a friend's place. So I had the basic idea of how to pull a lamb when it was in trouble, 
and the idea of like how to get them to nurse when when it was a weak lamb that wasn't really up and running. And what made Howie think you were the person to send out with his flock? Do you know? I don't know. He he seemed to have a lot of confidence in me from the beginning. I'm not really sure. I guess because every time he gave me something, I tried my hardest to make it work, and I didn't come to him unless I was totally out of ideas. You'll find some of Bill Clemmer's pictures from her years in New Zealand on the Spark page at WMRA.org. And next week, we'll hear part two of her adventures.